And Ian, we often talk about grassroots mediumship and mediums are just in it for the money, which we both know is absolute nonsense. But um, to me, grassroots mediumship is is something that's highly important. And and you've you've seen something pretty amazing recently. I went to where I was lucky, should I say, to to get an invite to see a physical medium. And I uh, turned up there and, uh, like I said, Martin would uh, back me up on this. Even though we are mediums, we, we are open-minded and thinking, well, you know, how is it going to work? Is there a trick behind it? You know, it's natural, and I think that's where you have to be. The gentleman sat in this chair. It's one of these, what you call it, director-type chairs, you know, very, very square and straight back. Velcro was placed around his wrists, you know, well, sorry, his forearm, and then uh, threaded through the uh, Velcros was one of these zip ties, you know, the ones that you, you put in, you pull tight, and then you, then you need, a, what you call it, a pair of pliers to cut the things. And he was and he was, he was was sat there, there was nothing behind this curtain. When you when you look at physical mediumship, it's always done in the dark. And then when you look in, uh, he had what is termed a cabinet, which was made from a very heavy blackout curtain, really thick uh, drapes. It was attached to a broom handle, which was uh, secured over the corner of a wall. It was all clear space behind him, and in the area where we are, it's only a, it's one of their spare one of their spare rooms. There's only four of us in there. There was a couple of drums that kids play laid on the floor. Um, one of those harmonicas on this on a side table. A square piece of uh, card which was uh, luminescent over the uh, front. Um, a brass bell that you you know that your grandma would have uh, would have had. And uh, you know when once things got sorted, there was these drums started playing. There's little drumsticks now. The drumsticks had a luminescent tip so you could actually see them and they were moving quick um they were over one over one side of the room and the bell was ringing on the other side of the room uh, so activity yeah, was happening on both sides of the room at the same yes, time yeah so um even if he was to even if it was a your trick which i fully believe it wasn't then you know you're thinking his arms must be seven foot wide the thing that really stood out to me is partway through the to call it harmonica was being played uh, and he was playing Amazing Grace. And then partway through it came one of these school recorders that, you know, that would have had in the UK. And so there was two musical two musical instruments, both wind instruments, being played at that same time. And the same tune. And I thought, wow. And then we had, oh, there was loads of stuff happening. You know, one thing that really piqued my, would you call it, interest. Now, this this curtain was one complete fabric. It was no pattern in it at all. And he, he, he pulled it over. Well, his wife, once the gentleman's in the chair, pulled the fabric over from one end to the other end. And yet partway through, this hand came out and I thought, Liminell, um, it did a complete turn around, a hundred, three hundred and sixty degrees. So if it was a person, he'd have to be turning around with it, you know. Did a three hundred and sixty degree turn. I was asked if I want to come up and shake hands, which I, which I did. It was warm to the, warm to the touch, and really big cigar fingers. And then it just uh, sort of lowered itself down to the floor, laid flat on the floor. And as the hand was being dragged back under the curtain, it was getting smaller as if it was melting into the wall. And I find that absolutely amazing you know and it's a shame it's just so rare these days and um so there was only four of you actually in the room 
itself when this was happening there was four of us sat on sat on chairs uh, a little bit because it is only a small room the physical medium was sat behind the curtain the whole the whole time and he was strapped to the uh, strapped to the uh, chair and there was four of us because really it, it, it is it is, a, it is a small room it's cozy and i might add we you know we had to take our shoes off because it's a nice carpeted house and these drumsticks are going like the like the clappers and not one time did they hit anybody's toes brilliant so if even if somebody was messing around in the dark yeah so you, you know you wouldn't be able to see anything you would you, no. you know you could you couldn't do that and no. the playing of the wood instruments to to have two things happening if it was him causing that then how can you play a harmonica and unless he's learned how to play the uh, recorder with um (laughs) it was Mm. tuna was playing uh was absolutely lovely it was very in tune so the person uh from the spirit side could obviously play that when he was here physically um and i just found it absolutely amazing you know so it's gonna it's something that i've witnessed that i'll be sort of cherished mind you know but it's beautiful i remember when when i was younger and we was at Trippet lane and we had a visiting medium we had uh he, he had a trumpet and it was a large trumpet and i remember it being actually feeling quite heavy and i thought how the hell's this gonna move around you know and um, we had uh very low light could see that there was nobody around the trumpet and the trumpet kind of lifted up it lifted up off the table it was definitely off the table as a as a younger uh, i must have been about 12 or 13 at the time and i remember placing my head further down so i could see underneath the trumpet and then very slowly a woman's voice came out of the trumpet and, and it was it was mind-blowing utterly mind-blowing and it's it's physical mediumship is just something transcends experience really because when you see something like that it, you just kind of it takes you out of the norm and then you realize that these four walls that there is actually something else here there's another level yeah um there's one thing uh, to, that i just uh, brought to uh, memory as well at uh, one point there was knocking on this door you know somebody going bang 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 and then it was answered by a knock from the other side of the door as if somebody was out in the uh, corridor and you because you can tell if it's in if it's indoors if it's, it's it's muffled if it's outdoors and you can see one was banging and somebody was banging back hey you know what I mean? There's only just four, wow. five medium in that room, and yet somebody was outside knocking on the knocking on the door. Absolutely incredible. The problem is, and and it's very much like a, a lot of things that you you see that the often the public side of mediums, and you see them through maybe national tours, or you might see them on television. Um, but there is a whole movement that not underground, but there's a whole movement that is readily accessible for anybody out there. Um, but you've just got to find it. You, I mean, you think back to the experiment, the Dis uh, Norfolk experiments, um, do it, do you know, skull experiment, that sort yes, of thing. Yeah. These things are happening all the time, and and it's it's done very privately because of the scrutiny and and also uh, the reaction to uh, to to these kind of things. And also, obviously, we we must mention there's obviously the odd few people who've been exposed, like Gary Manning and, and actually Colin Fry in his younger years was exposed as a fraudulent medium. It doesn't solve anything, you know. They, they, these people just ruin it. They take na- um, natural occurring phenomena and um, and ruin it by fraudulent activity. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a shame because, uh, you know, you get one egg, one rotten fruit in the basket and they and everybody's suddenly rotten, you know, when it, when it isn't the case. 